For 40 years, Sandals has been crafting escapes of five-star luxury and romance throughout the Caribbean. Our new Palm Cast takes you inside our five-star resorts with exclusive insights and stories you won't want to miss. Come explore the future of luxury-included travel and the best of the Caribbean. So kick up your feet, get some shade. This is the Sandals Palm Cast. Hi, Palm Casters. I'm Amanda Orlando, back as guest host from Warm to the 8.5 in Cincinnati. Welcome to today's show. We're here with a very special guest, Executive Chairman Adam Stewart of Sandals Resorts. As the face of Sandals and several other businesses in his native Jamaica, Adam Stewart is a beloved entrepreneur for all who follow and admire his work. In this episode of the Palmcast, we invite listeners to get to know a different and more human side of Adam, a sixth-generation Jamaican with as much local insight and Caribbean charm. From his favorite local restaurants to life at home as a husband and dad of three, this candid conversation will invite Adam to kick his sandals off and answer some one-on-one questions about life beyond business and will end with a quick paced this or that segment. Sounds good to me. First, I want to talk about the beginning. When you first land in Jamaica, when you come and visit Jamaica, you're greeted by the coolest most chill, friendliest people. And they're like, hey, Mon. And I feel like a rigid, dorky, sweaty, melty American tourist that you see in the movies. How can we be chill like the Jamaicans? What is the language here in Jamaica? How can we sound like we're not trying to be one of you, but we are one of you? I mean, you can start off by watching the movie Cool Runnings. (laughs) Jamaica just has a, it has a swag. Jamaicans are, no matter what the world sort of throws at Jamaica, they they march to the beat of their own drum. Uh-huh. Natural hospitality and, and flair is, is in them. Uh, it has a lot to do, in my personal opinion, with reggae music, the, yeah. way, the way it makes you move. Yeah, man. There is such a, uh, you know, Jamaicans are fascinating. Every other day in Jamaica, it feels like there's a new dance yes. culturally that goes across the world. And there are literally dances to the music. And if you go to one of the, one of the street dances, you will see 500 people more precise than Cirque du Soleil doing wow. the exact same dances. And then in two twos, another one comes out and Jamaicans love to feel good. And, yeah. and not just Jamaica, Caribbean nationals mm-hmm. as a Caribbean community, they love to feel good. They love people to feel good. And it's a beautiful thing that you don't find in, in many parts of the world. See, that is the insight that we're looking for. Like what you know about being Jamaican, especially since you're a sixth generation Jamaican, it's yes. like inbred in you. So I can learn all the things I want to learn, but that is something that's really from the heart of a person that comes out in the way they greet us you when we it. come here. You feel it, you know, feel it growing up in Jamaica at all walks of society. It's a, and again, not just Jamaica itself, mm-hmm. but the Caribbean people, you know, they, they demand respect. They want to be treated uh, the way that you would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Um, old world values, the kind of decencies and basics of just taking care of people and they'll take care of you. Uh, I find a lot of that, that, that sort of, you know, what we would call old world values is so much of the foundation that the Caribbean has been built on, which if you're, if you're conscious and your eyes wide open, you'll mm-hmm. see as to why this is the world's most successful region for tourism. You're very lucky to have started here. I know your father started I think I met him several years ago and I'm so sorry about his passing thank you but when he left this legacy for you what I guess are the like the fingerprint did he leave on you and the sandals company going forward I mean for me from a business point of view integrity Mm -hmm. grit determination resilience fascinating in customer experience and I can kind of break those down, you know, from an integrity point of view. He used to always say, if we don't get it right for the customers, we don't want their money. 
you know, we have to exceed their expectations in everything that we do. He was completely self-made, very, very humble beginnings. How he got the organization to this stage with his humble beginnings is beyond comprehension. A Caribbean national fifth generation, mm-hmm. never left Jamaica till he was 18. Wow. Never had a formal education, had dyslexia. He had grit. He had grit and determined, but the, you know, he, he understood. He grew up on a beach. He grew up right here where we are on this beach. Is this really your grandmother's house right is behind us? Right here. It's called Ethel's. That was my grandmother, my great grandmother's name. And that's where, that's where he grew up. So he understood the quality of, of beach. Uh-huh. He grew up in the streets of Jamaica with people that were just larger than life personalities. And, you know, this philosophy of whatever you do, give it 110% or, mm-hmm. or, or just don't do it at all. And that was the foundation of what he left behind. You know, I mean, I could just go on and on, but it was those values that drove this organization to being a startup on a beach that no one really knew anything about in Jamaica to what is now a top 500 global brand. And, uh, and we've been voted world's best in, in the leisure hospitality space 29 years in a row. Is this, I have to know if this is true. Did you start working here as a young boy in the air conditioning department? Is that true? Is that like, that's what <laughs> almost, I heard. Almost, almost, almost. So, uh, <laughs> So my father believed in child labor. Uh, <laughs> fundamentally. So, you know, there was a, there was a, a hurricane in Jamaica in 1988 mm-hmm. called Gilbert. It went right through the middle of Jamaica and it caused quite a lot of devastation. And at the time, uh, my father and all of us moved to Miami. He had to find a way to, long before the internet, right, to get cash right. flows moving again in the organization. Wow. Yeah. So he was between Jamaica. And at that time, we weren't, we weren't international. We became international in 1991, going to Antigua. So we moved, uh, the hurricane was in September. So, you know, kind of right at the beginning of school term, schools were closed in Jamaica. And my, my, my mother and father didn't really know what to do with my sister and I. I was seven years old at the time. My sister was nine. And uh, we couldn't get into school in the middle of the term in, 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 a, in a Miami where we, were, where we were living temporarily. We were so disappointed. So disappointed. <laughs> so there was a, a little office that dealt with their marketing and sales at the time. And it had a little garage, literally a, like a house. And out of that garage was where all the brochures used to get shipped all over the, the U.S. and Canada. And uh, so my father stuck my sister and I in there, and there was a McDonald's right across the road. And he would say, look, if you work hard, you can get a happy meal every day across the road. And we would sit there all day long stuffing brochures in envelopes and putting labels for customers that had requested them. Wow. Um, and, you know, from there, we, we all worked through various departments, you know, from PR and marketing to inside sales to resort operations across the board. And the Sandals was like a sibling. You know, yeah. it was like a sibling that grew up with us at the dinner table. You were table. born the same year, right? I was born the same year, 1981. So I am, uh, I am 10 months older than Sandals. Uh, so it literally was a sibling growing up for me. Well, speaking of birthdays, I know you just had a birthday. I did. What do your friends and family get the king of vacations for his birthday? You know, you get to the stage of life where life's really all about the small things. So mm-hmm. just time together. Yeah. Time together with family, time together with friends. So on my actual birthday, there was a lot going on. So we, uh, we worked, you know, go to work. It's no big deal. It's in the crib and it's, you know, we really love what we do. Yes. And then that evening I got together with a bunch of friends and we just had uh, some drinks and told the same stories that guys do over the years. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up with a, a crew of friends since I was in kindergarten. Kind of the oh, same crew. We've known each yeah. other since we were kids. Uh-huh. Uh, even though many went all over the world, we've all kind of come back. And then on the weekend, just sort of kicked it with my family and kids, went to the beach and I saw small moments, and that's, that's really what life is all about, time together. Okay, so you've had this group of friends since you were young. Yeah, we're not, not going to let I, you talk to them. You don't want to talk to them. No, no, no. I'm very curious now. I know you must have a nickname. Do you have a nickname from them? So everyone calls me Stu. 
Stu. I short for Stu, and that was because when I went to uh, when I went to I was in a class in ninth grade, uh-huh. and there was another Adam in the class. This is where I went to boarding school in Florida okay. in ninth grade. Okay. So he he was in that school before I got there, and he looked at me and he goes, "Look, he goes, it's not going to work, right? You can't have two Adams in the same <laughs> class." He goes, "So, he goes, what's your last name?" I said, "Stuart." And he goes, where are you from? I said, I'm from Jamaica. He says, you're not from Jamaica. I said, I promise you I'm from Jamaica. And he goes, anyway, your new name is Stu. <laughs> and that was it. It's and true. ever since then, that's what, yeah. Stu? My grandfather, funnily enough, just completely coincidentally, they used to call him Daddy Stu. Really? So my father's father. So he was known as Daddy Stu, you know, all over the years. And, and that's, what, that's what everyone calls me. I and then they, and I love to fish. So they call me Stu Fish. <laughs> Which, oh, that's uh, perfect. Wait a second. I think I've seen a hashtag with that. Stew yeah, fish. I have a, my boat's called Stewfish. Okay. All right. So what would they say? You may be one of the most famous, if not the most famous person in Jamaica and maybe in all of the Caribbean. What would your friends and family, the people who know you the best, how would they describe you? Uh, how do you answer that question? Because you're the chairman everywhere else, but who is Stu? You know, we're, behind the scenes, um, I love to laugh. Laughter is, um, is medicinal. Mm-hmm. And whatever it takes to make you laugh, you know, so there's an element of not taking life too serious. Right. You got to remain playful. You got to see the beauty in things. Mm-hmm. And I find that as a parent, you know, sometimes my son comes up to me in situations that are absolutely hilarious. But as a parent, I know I should be disciplining him. Right. But I see myself in him. Right. As a, as a youngster. And, you know, sometimes you have to just let your guard down. And my father taught us to be extremely humble in everything we do. Mm-hmm. Know where we came from and the journey up can go down just as easily. Uh, if you lose those basic foundations of, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got you to gotta be laser focused in all things that we do in the interest of our customers. But at the same time, we can't, can't, can't become removed from society, from sort of human nature. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you know, keep yourself, keep yourself nice and grounded and humble. And I believe that's a, a philosophy that not just lives within me, but lives within our, our, our company. You know, we're here to do a job mm-hmm. and take care of our, our customers in everything that we do. But we got to have a lot of fun at the same time. So the whole work hard, play hard, work-life balance is, is critical. You know, we tend to skew a lot heavier onto the work side because we love what we do. Right. What, is, uh, what does that look like? What does your day look like? And you don't have just sandals and beaches. You have like so many other business interests. How do you, how do, do you balance do. that yeah, out? You got you to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. So wellness is a, is a, is a part of, of what we believe in. So I love to run. I'm a runner. Mm-hmm. I get up in the morning wherever I am. You get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, go run a few miles and that's, uh, that's the meditation. You know, that's my meditation. Everyone has their thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, that just, no matter what's going on, you decompress and you're sharp. You're sharp in the morning. I love a good cup of coffee. And uh, I'm very fussy and stush about my coffee because... Uh, you're because stewish? Stewish? Stush. Stewish. stewish. You can okay. say stewish. I'm going to say stush. stewish. <laughs> because Jamaica is the producer of, you know, the world's most sought after coffee in Blue Mountain Coffee, mm-hmm. of which we pour 11.4 million cups a year in sandals. Wow. And are very proud of that. I think I drank 6 million of those. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of running in the morning, cup of coffee, mm-hmm. everything is planned. You know, meaning you got to, we're thinking ahead always. But if a situation arises, we're completely hands-on. So Ramel, who you know, our general manager, yes. or Alex, who deals with our airline relation. If somebody has a challenge, you know, you got to do, you got to be hands-on. Mm-hmm. And what makes this company so magic is, is that we're hands-on day in, day out, no matter what. So there's the strategic things that we're working on, but you got to have to bob and weave in the day. So the day, the day tends to, to go where the day takes you naturally mm-hmm. um, for whatever the reasons. And, but a well-planned day can handle the unexpected much yeah, better. Yeah, there's a lot of planning and making sure that, you know, I know where I am tomorrow. I know where I am in two weeks. I know where I am in four months. 
Uh, there's certain things that you have to do. There's certain places you have to turn up. Right after I finished speaking to you today, we're opening a new resort called Sanders Duns River. I've heard about the road. that. Yes. So the newest members of the Sanders family are all in a room because the training for them began yesterday. So one of the things that I believe is fundamental, and we have the most remarkable training team, these people that are just incredible motivators, incredible mentors and leaders. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I love to do most of all is to get in front of these new recruits and uh, start them from just how we think as a company, from my office down. And I know what's being taught to them, and we're a very learned set of individuals in Sandals, but it's, it's the philosophies, it's the stories, it's the context, it's the history, and it's making them understand that we know how this company became so successful, and we revel every day in the details to make sure that it not only remains successful, but it paces the global luxury hospitality uh, industry. I mean, unpacking what I just said, I love being with people. I absolutely love being with people and making sure that the learnings that I've had and every day I'm learning, that I take the time to impart that knowledge on them mm-hmm. so that they can achieve their own goals, dreams, aspirations, and economic aspirations through the company of Sandals. So it's a vehicle you know, to genuinely change their futures. And if you work hard, you get a Big Mac every day. Like if you <laughs> when I was seven, I did. Now I uh, I still love chicken nuggets and fries and, uh, and and the sweet and sour sauce. But I oh, oh the sweet and sour sauce. It's, uh, you gotta That's have the sweet stuff. and sour. If they if they give it to you without the sweet and sour sauce, it's not the same. And you have to go back to the drive thru again and get it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know these days I uh, try and stay out for the fa- the fried and fast food. All right, we're gonna end with a quick this or that round. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. All right, let me try. Beach or pool? Beach all day. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. I feel like I know these already now. Golf or scuba? Scuba. I'm a scuba dive watch on here. He does. <laughs> uh, schedule every activity or go with the flow? No, I'm very, I'm very programmed and I'll go with the flow on a Sunday. Okay. Maybe the attitude is go like the flow. Yeah, you go, go with the flow, flow but uh, in my world, I have to, uh, I have to plan. plan. You have to plan. Proper planning. Fancy cocktail or a classic drink? Classic. Minecraft or Super Smash Mario Brothers? I have two old for Minecraft, so Mario Brothers. Sandals or Beaches? Both. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today on the Palmcast. Thank you, man. It's a pleasure. Thanks for joining us on the Sandals Palmcast. Don't forget to subscribe to be notified when the next series drops. And remember, love is all you need because everything else is included.